Welcome to the Expanded By Podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea and on YouTube at Expand with Chelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today, we are going to be talking about pivoting and scaling, shifting your business away from one-on-one client work to things like group, membership, whatever it is that you're wanting to do on the other side of one-on-one. This is actually a conversation that I have so often with my clients that are very, very good at one-on-one, but maybe it's not fulfilling them as much. It's feeling a little bit suffocating. They want to open up a little bit more time and space in their schedule, and they want to experiment with moving away from one-on-one and into a little bit more spaciousness. And as with anything that we do in our business, this is an experiment, right? Like if you've already built up a very successful one-on-one practice, business, whatever it is that you want to call it, you can always come back to that. But if you have this little feeling, this like little niggle that you know that you want to try something else out, this episode is going to be for you. So I'm going to be sharing mindset shifts and strategies, as well as some more tangible things that you can do to help support yourself in this transition, because it definitely is that it is a transition. So I want to give some updates before we dive into today's episode. So if you haven't yet entered the big three, two, one giveaway, I am currently celebrating three years in business, two years of the podcast. Holy shit. I cannot even believe it. Like if I would have gone back and told the me that just started their business, like I would have just been like, you know what, girl, it's going to be good. You are super good at this. Hold the vision, hold the frequency because I was so worried when I first started. I just, it was everything. I was kind of making it like this life or death matter and And it turns out that when you're a lot more relaxed inside your business, you can actually receive a lot more in. So the big three, two, one giveaway, here's what I'm giving away. I'm giving away three spots inside an energy healing circle of your choice. I am giving away two 60-minute intensives. You can use this for a 60-minute business strategy session. You can use it for a 60-minute human design reading. You can use it for a 60-minute energy healing session. I'm also giving away one grand prize spot to an enrollment seat inside one of my programs. This is either going to be Synergy, my brain rewiring program, Scale, how to create and sell out your next group program, or Ignite. This is my business accelerator program. So all of these prizes in total equal over $4,000 and it is super, super simple to enter. I actually created something very special for you. I got really, I was just feeling so emotional, like so grateful, so thankful to all of you that listen to the podcast, to everybody that has supported me inside my business, whether they have purchased things or not, to all of my clients past and present and everybody that is going to step into containers in the future. And I wanted to 
to record something very special. So I created a brand new masterclass named Magnetize, how to energetically call in clients and move out of scarcity. These are questions that I get all the time. I know I'm in scarcity. I know I'm stuck here, but how the fuck do I actually get out of it? I answer everything inside this masterclass. And to make it super easy to enter this giveaway, all you've got to do is watch the masterclass and tag me on your Instagram stories with something that you learned, something that was an important takeaway for you, or maybe even just a made a funny face, whatever it is. Tag me on Instagram. The second entry option, if you're already listening to this podcast, it's going to be really easy for you. All you've got to do is leave a review on iTunes. If you have left a review prior to October 2022, all you'll need to do is go back in and update your review. And yes, you can do both entry options. So to recap both of those options, you can either watch the masterclass and tag me on your Instagram stories, or you can leave a podcast review on iTunes. And yes, again, you can do both entry options to increase your odds of winning. I will be choosing the winners on the 7th of November and the giveaway ends this Friday. So the day after this podcast episode comes out on the 4th of November. Okay, so that is all about the big three, two, one giveaway. So, so excited about that. Again, thank you to everybody that has supported me in my business so far. Here's to three more years in business. My second update is that I'm hosting an energy healing circle on the 9th. This is going to be right before the big 1111 portal. I am so freaking excited for this. I'll be on a retreat during 1111, so I'm hosting this a little bit before. This is a huge opportunity for amplifying manifestation, being able to cut big cords, call in huge things like the magic. It's kind of like this crackling energy that I can feel around 1111. It is right after Halloween where the veil is very much thinning between us and the spiritual realm, whatever you want to call it, the 5D, the 7D. It is, everything is just right on the other side. So I'm hosting an energy healing circle to celebrate this. I have limited spots left at the time of recording. I have only four spots left. So if this is something that you are interested, you can head to the link in the show notes, learn a little bit more. That will be on November 9th. That's a Wednesday at 9 a.m. I'm so excited. I will see you there. All right, let's dive into today's podcast episode. So moving away and shifting away from one-on-one client work. So this is for the business owner that is already very confident in working with clients one-on-one. You get people really great results, really great transformations. And maybe you still even love one-on-one work. I'm not saying, you know, in order to pivot away from it, you need to like completely hate it or it is just so draining for you. This can be for you if you just simply want to experiment with doing something different, or even you want to open a little bit of time and space inside your schedule. So while I adore, I absolutely adore one-on-one client work, I actually took a break from it for about a year. I was pivoting and transitioning my business from climbing coaching to business mentoring full-time, and I just felt like I needed a little bit of a break. I was seeing anywhere from two to six one-on-one clients at a time. And while I really love that deep dive, I mean, especially as a projector in human design, I am really built to go deep with a select few amount of people at a time. And that is definitely where I thrive. I wanted to experiment with doing other things. So I am so thankful to myself that I gave myself permission to shift away from it and then have recently come back around to it. And I've realized that I actually really like a mixture of one-on-one group programs and then 
one-off sessions. Again, this is all an experiment, right? Like it's exactly like nutrition. Like the thing that works for you right now might not be the thing that works for you for forever. So it is allowing yourself to be dynamic as a business and a business owner, always reflecting on and analyzing what's working, what's not working, can I tweak this a little bit? Can I tweak that a little bit? Do I actually need to just like clear the slate completely? Because when you tune in and maybe you speak with the consciousness of your business and you ask it, how do you want to come through? How do you want to be in this world that we have? How do you want me to market you? How do you want to exist? Then you can start creating what it is that your business actually wants. Your business chose you for a reason. You are the channel for your business to exist in the real world. And we need to be working in collaboration with our business or things are always going to feel a lot harder than they need to. And before we get too far into this topic, I did just want to share something really quick because this was a big realization that I had over the weekend. And I don't know why I didn't necessarily like put these two pieces together, but this is my 14th year of rock climbing. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know I'm a rock climber. It is a huge, huge part of my life. I've been doing it for a very long time. I have put in thousands of hours into training, into going outside, into like freezing cold conditions. Like it's something that I just love. I absolutely love it. I actually started my business so that, I mean, this was a huge part of it, so that I could have more time to go rock climbing, so that I could have more flexibility and control over my own schedule. And this is my 14th year of climbing and I have had my best year of climbing ever. 14 years in, 14 years in. I was thinking about this in terms of my three-year business anniversary and how numbers-wise, maybe my business isn't exactly where I wanted it to be by my third year of business, but when we hold that frequency of miracles can happen, anything can happen, I just need to keep showing up, I just need to keep getting uncomfortable, that is literally when the miracles can happen. You never know if year five in your business is the one that completely changes and unlocks everything for you, right? Because what we forget, I think, sometimes is we are very focused on what's happening right now. Am I feeling successful right now? Am I seeing the exact results that I want? And then we get down on ourselves. If we we don't see those results. We get down on ourselves and we start to get demoralized. We start to say mean things to ourselves and then it doesn't make us want to show up inside our businesses. And what we really need to do instead is play the long game. Play the long game. 14 years into your business, you could have that year where all of a sudden you hit the six-figure mark or all of a sudden you hit the seven-figure mark. And it is holding the belief that that is possible for you if you continue to show up, continue to get uncomfortable, and essentially continue to put the reps in. So I just wanted to share that because I actually thought that that was really helpful. I was actually listening to one of my mentors the other day talk about how her fifth year in business, she actually started to make a profit <laughs> at that point. And I was like, oh, holy shit, like that really really puts things into perspective. She is now 10 years into her business and just starting to see where she wanted to be when she initially started. So I think that that's really important to mention because this is not the business to be in, the business of working for yourself, if you are wanting quick results, if you're wanting that instant satisfaction, and I know I get wrapped up into that sometimes too, and it's easy to forget that it, we have to hold that vision and we truly are playing the long game. This is all about creating a legacy. This is all about creating something that is sustainable over the long term, because sometimes the faster you build something, the faster it can come crumbling down. So we are all about that stability, all about that solid foundation. 
Okay, I just wanted to share that first because I actually thought that that was a really important analogy. And let's then talk about moving from one-on-one to group. I think it's really important, first of all, to anchor into your why. As with anything, right? Intention really matters. Why do you want to move away from one-on-one? And there's no wrong answer here. If you're like, I just want to make more money and also I want more time and space, great, that absolutely works. Maybe you also want to make more impact. You want to reach more people. You want to see how far you can grow your business, how much reach that you can truly have. Anchoring into that will make this transition easier. And I will not lie to you, this can feel a little bit rough. I made the decision to both pivot my business from climbing coaching to business coaching and and also from one-on-one to group at the same time, and that was very rough. Again, not gonna lie to you, this is not going to be comfortable. Does it need to be extremely difficult? Definitely not, but this is being able to make the decision and then commit for a period of time before making any impulsive decisions about this isn't working, like I'm just not seeing the results that I want because these things take time. I really think that as business owners, oftentimes we give up way too early. It's like that one launch that we have that didn't go how we wanted to, or maybe we we didn't sell out of the thing that we wanted to, and maybe we didn't get the response or the engagement that we wanted to, so then we just take that as the sign to take a step back and not be as visible. And again, we go down that like total spiral of like, I don't belong in this space. Nobody even needs me. Like, what am I even doing here? Maybe I should just go back and get a full-time job or maybe I should just focus on the job that I already have instead of doing this side hustle thing. No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not getting trapped into that. We are holding the commitment that we made to ourselves. And I would say here, if you are making the transition from one-on-one to group, I would give it three months minimum before you do any sort of evaluation. This takes the pressure and stress off of you as well to make any decisions while you're still in that transition period. Like it's just, it's gonna be a lot of experimentation. It's gonna be a lot of uncertainty. And if we are, I mean, especially if you are somebody that has an emotional authority in human design, this is 50% of the population. I fall into this category. If you are making decisions in emotional highs or lows, likely not the decisions that are going to resonate with you in the long term. So giving yourself three months really takes a lot of the pressure off and saying like, okay, three months from now, I'm going to reevaluate. I'm going to see what worked, what didn't work. If this still feels good for me, if this still feels like it's in alignment and taking that very third party point of view, very objective point of view, and then looking at things. So I would say again, three months minimum, commit to this. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have been traveling like a mad woman. I spent the entire summer in Wyoming, which has a very dry climate. And then I went to Ohio for a wedding. And then I went to Greece. I'm about to go to Joshua Tree in California. So I'm having lots of travel in lots of different environments. And as a result of that, my skin is freaking out a little bit. I mean, the air in the airplane, can you get much more stuck and stagnant than that? and I have been relying heavily on ClearStem. So my absolute favorite product from them right now is their Cell Renew Serum. It is amazing because it doesn't have any pore cloggers. Most skincare products have pore cloggers. As an FYI, coconut oil is definitely a pore clogger. So if you're using that anywhere on your body, it is actually doing probably more harm than it is good. 
Clean skincare does not have to be pore clogging. I also really love the Cell Renew Serum because it has collagen support in it. After the age of 30, our own personal collagen production tends to decline. So this really helps give a very glowy, plump and vibrant look. It also is very hydrating. I swear to God, I use this stuff like three times a day. I also just had a very minor procedure done and it left a little bit of a scar. So I've been using this after the scar is closed. I've been using this on the scar and it looks so much better. It looks so good compared to just a couple of days after. And I know that the Cell Renew Serum is helping it out big time. So like the name says, it actually renews the cell. It helps to rejuvenate your cells on the outside of your skin. So this stuff, I'm absolutely obsessed with it. I'm actually holding the box right now. There are plant stem cells. There is reishi mushroom and hyaluronic acid in there and it is designed to be regenerating, calming, illuminating. I mean, I would say tick, tick, tick on all of those. If you watch Glow Up on Netflix, she says ding dong, darling. And that is absolutely how I feel about the Cell Renew Serum. You can check it out from Clear Stem. I am obsessed with every single one of their skincare products. I own all of them. I use them religiously. I tried for a long time to find clean beauty products and was just struggling because it just kind of didn't seem like they were doing anything. ClearStem actually makes a huge difference. So if you want to try out ClearStem, you can head to their website, clearstemskincare.com and use the code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A, for 15% off your order. I would highly recommend starting out with the Vitamin Face Wash, the Cell Renew Serum, and the Hydra Glow Moisturizer. That is an epic starter kit. I also really do love their Clarity Serum. I love their Vitamin Scrub, and I really love their thicker moisture mask. I mean, honestly, you can't go wrong with any of their products, but if you want ones to just start with, go the Cell Renew Serum, go the Gentle Clean Face Wash, and the Hydra Glow Moisturizer, which smells like blueberry Skittles. It's absolutely amazing. Again, you can use code CHELSEA for 15% off. Be sure to tag me on Instagram and let me see what you ordered. A lot of the times when you make the decision, and yes, this is a decision, like it is putting all of your energy, all of your intention behind this to move away from one-on-one -on -one and maybe move into group programs. Maybe you want to do a membership. Maybe, fuck it, you want to start providing products, physical products, and you don't want to do one-on-one -on -one anymore. There will be times where you feel like you are being tested, where somebody maybe reaches out to you and they're like, wow, I really love what you're doing. I'd love to work with you one-on-one. -on -one. And you're like, wait, fuck, I just got rid of this. Like, should I take this client on? Like, oh my gosh, like this is still money. And that is the universe asking you if you're serious about your decision and whether or not, I mean, saying yes to that might feel like abundance for you, but it also might feel like scarcity because that's FOMO, fear of missing out. How am I going to make money otherwise? This is you being tested and the universe is asking you, are you sure? Are you sure you want to commit to this thing? Are you sure that you want to bet on yourself? Are you sure you want to commit to yourself for this decision that you've made? 
And your decision is your own to make, but just be aware that that is probably going to pop up for you. The number of times that not only I have experienced that, but my clients as well, it is it is actually comical because it happens just about every time after somebody makes that decision. So you'll probably also want to get really creative with either new offers or transforming your current one-on-one offer into something like a group program format. And if you are doing a brand new offer, I mean, even if you're doing something in a group program format for the first time, you are going to need a longer warm-up period to actually get your audience to create a relationship with the offer. You're going to need a longer period of time than you might with something that is one-on-one because you are educating. You are giving all of the details of the program. You're sharing stories. You are really allowing your audience to build that connection with the offer before you say it's open for enrollment. And I think it's really important too to remind ourselves that we need to say things just so much more than we think that we do. I mean, I know that there's this saying out there that people need to see things seven times before they even, you know, start to make a decision about it. But people are not online all the time. People are not reading your emails all the time. Like you better believe that if you don't have a good email subject line, people are probably not opening those unless they are like diehard fans of yours. So you need to actually multiply that number. I mean, by seven. So like 49 times of talking about something to even give people the chance to step into something. And that might seem like a very large frequency, but this is your business. This is your job to find new and creative ways to talk about the thing that you're offering so that people can connect with it. That is your only job, right? Like we need to remind ourselves that when we signed up to start a business, when our business decided to come through us, that we are committed to it in the long term. And I really do think that any of these challenges, any of these obstacles that we face, if you're just like, holy shit, 49 times of talking about something, I don't even think I could do that. That is actually a allowing you to rise up to the challenge that is really demanding that you get more creative, more resilient, and more adaptable as a business owner. These skill sets will only be useful to you in the future. I also suggest to my clients that when they are pivoting away, moving away from one-on-one, that they actually make an announcement to their audience that they will no longer be offering one-on-one services for the foreseeable future. I would steer away, however, from talking in extremes like I will never be offering this again because you never know. I mean, we change our minds all the time as business owners, and that has definitely kicked me in my ass in the in the past before where I was like, I'm never doing this again. And then my business was like, no, we need to do this again. So I like to just say for the foreseeable future, and I really do think it's worth making that announcement because if your potential clients or your clients think that they can get it you one-on-one anytime, it's not going to be a lot of incentivization for them to step into something like a group container, right? So we need to make it very clear that you are pivoting away and the ways for them to work with you will be these specific containers in the future, whether again, that's a group program or a membership or whatever it is, or maybe it's just a one-off session. So with moving away from one-on-one, clearly listing the benefits to your audience of something like a group program, if that's what you're going to decide to move into. So this could be the price point. You know, it is certainly not going to be as expensive to join a group as it is stepping into something like a one-on-one container. It is a lot more cost-effective to be in a group program as a participant. This could also be the benefit of gaining friends, literally lifelong friends inside of a group program 
program, creating and feeling a sense of community, being able to actually share advice with other people. There are a lot of benefits to group programs that I think a lot of your audience might not be familiar with. I think still a lot of the times when people hear a group program, they're thinking of group project from school and they're like, oh, hell no, I don't want to do that. Like I was the person doing all the work and I don't want to do that. And there also might be people on the other end that are a little bit more shy, a little bit more reserved. So it is up to us as the business owner to provide reasons why it is actually beneficial for your audience to step into something like a group container. And yes, this is literally spelling it out. I've had this conversation a lot lately with clients about social media and how, you know, things like text posts and carousel posts just aren't maybe getting as much engagement as we would like. But when we are leaders, we have to understand that people might not learn the same as us. It is our job as a leader to accommodate to different learning styles. For me, I tend to be more of the storyteller, right? I'm more of the emotional based, like I really want you to connect with the words that I'm saying. I really don't tend to fall into the category of analytical or logical. Not very often, but I certainly have clients that do fall into that. And it is my job and my responsibility as a business owner to make sure that I am creating content that speaks to both ends of the spectrum, right? So I need to be creating content that says, these are the details, this is what it is, to allow the people who have those more logical minds to be like, okay, great, that is actually the right choice for me. So make sure that when you are creating content around these that even if it's not getting engagement, people still need to know this information. I really think that, you know, anything like likes and comments and shares and all of that, like, sure, great, we can focus on that. But at the end of the day, those are truly just vanity metrics. What if you created one post and somebody that is a little bit more analytical mind, maybe you created a carousel post and they end up joining your group program just because of that. And it's $2,000. That was a $2,000 post. That was very well worth your time and maybe it only got four likes, right? So we never know what's the piece of content that is going to make somebody actually say yes to stepping into the container. And I think it's really important to start to analyze what type of person am I? Am I a little bit more emotional based, a little bit more storytelling? Do I have a little bit more wiggle room to maybe then incorporate some more of the analytical and logical content so that I'm speaking to a broader range of people? Because it's pretty irresponsible of me to only share storytelling content and expecting that I only want to work with storytellers, right? Like that's not challenging me to grow. That's actually not not serving the greater good at that point, I need to be able to accommodate multiple different styles of learning and multiple different styles of how people want to run their businesses. So I think it's really important here to start to know when to make this shift. So if you find yourself saying the same things many times in a day or many times in a week with multiple different clients and you're like, wow, I kind of feel like a broken record. Like that might be a big indicator that it is time to move away from one-on-one. Maybe you're doing things in more of a pre-recorded video format. It's more of like a masterclass style. You're launching that out instead of doing one-on-one. If one-on-one work is not lighting you up as much, that's another big indicator. If you want to make a bigger impact and reach more people, you want to create more time and space inside your schedule. It is just having the willingness to be very honest with yourself and where you're at inside your business. And again, knowing that that could change in the future. Pivots take 
time. They really do take time. And again, that is why I give that three-month minimum recommendation of being able to give yourself the best chance for success and not totally self-sabotaging it in the middle because maybe if you had just pushed through that discomfort, the success could be just right on the other side. I think it's also really important too, you know, on a psychological level, when you are transitioning away from one-on-one to people seeing you spending time in a group and spending time with more people instead of just spending time with somebody one-on-one. So this is going to start to have people envision themselves spending time with you inside of a group. So whether this is you hanging out with two or three friends, or maybe you are going to something like a concert, just allowing your audience to see this side of you. So whether that is just you snapping a quick picture, maybe it's creating a reel on Instagram, but it is seeing you in this environment where you are sharing your energy with more than just one human being. So that's actually been really helpful for me inside my business is to allow people seeing me in bigger groups of people when I was transitioning away from one-on-one. So hopefully this episode was helpful for you. This was something that was just really on my heart, really on my mind that I wanted to talk about. And if you're feeling that pull and that call and that tug to shift away or experiment with moving away from one-on-one, I would absolutely say go for it, right? This is an experiment. You can always come back to your strategy that you were doing before. It will still be there for you. It will still be available for you, but you have to follow what you're excited about. You have to remain in alignment in order for things to feel like they're flowing, in order for those synchronicities to happen. So if you haven't yet left a review of the podcast, if you leave it before the end of this week, you will be entered into the big 321 giveaway. It is super simple. It only takes a couple of seconds. If you would just leave something that you really enjoyed about the show, maybe a guest that you've really loved lately or just a big takeaway that you've had, maybe even something that just really was that big aha moment for you. I would be so appreciative. Thank you so, so much for being here and I will talk to you next episode.